Greetings, family. Yeah, we getting back into this thing. You know how we do. And we are still on this same topic. America, the devil's advocate. There's no plainer way to say it. America is the advocate for the devil. And Israel right now has a horrible, horrible reputation. And what's amazing about God is God has many ways to take you down. He allowed Israel to over-retaliate. And they went from having a horrible reputation to now everybody does not like Israel. So God just gave them enough rope to hang themselves because now everybody is looking at them like complete murderers. So now I want to play some clips. And my first clip is going to be the TYT. I need everybody to pay attention to this. It's going to be about 13 minutes. You can see in this video by the Israeli, from the Israeli military uh, the crowds of people around these uh, trucks. But what appears to have happened is that the Israeli military opened fire on some of these people who were surrounding these trucks. Now, eyewitnesses on the scene have told us that Israeli tanks as well as drones opened fire on this crowd. Um, and that following that, there was a chaotic scene. And yet another appalling war crime that will, of course received cover by the United States government. Israeli forces fired on a crowd of Palestinian civilians who were crowding a humanitarian aid truck desperately seeking food in northern Gaza. Now, it's important to keep in mind that we are talking about northern Gaza, which has effectively been cut off from any humanitarian aid. We're talking about people who did not evacuate to the south, Humanitarian aid organizations have had a lot of difficulty reaching them. And since they swarmed the humanitarian aid truck, the IDF took it as an opportunity to fire at them, killing hundreds of people. Now, the death toll is very likely to change, but more than 100 people have been reported killed as a result of this. The death toll in Gaza is believed to have surpassed 30,000 people at this point. Now, Israeli officials acknowledged that troops opened fire, saying they did so after the crowd approached in a threatening way. <laughs> the officials insisted on anonymity to give details about what happened after the military said in a statement that dozens were killed and injured from pushing, trampling, and being run over by the trucks. So the IDF and the Israeli government would have you believe that no, 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 we didn't. We didn't shoot at them. Yes, these bullet-riddled bodies laying on the floor do exist. But that wasn't us. It was the trampling that caused these deaths. Complete and utter BS. And uh, hundreds of thousands of Palestinians are believed to remain in northern Gaza, and many have been reduced to eating human animal fodder to survive. The UN says that one in six children under two in the north suffer from acute malnutrition and wasting. And the UN also says that a quarter of Gaza's, and this is the entire Gaza Strip, 
A quarter of Gaza's 2.3 million Palestinians face starvation. Around 80% have fled their homes. And I want to go to what witnesses said about what was happening at the scene uh, before I go to you, Jenk. So Kamel Abu Nahel, who was being treated for a gunshot wound at Shifa Hospital, said that he and others went to the distribution point in the middle of the night because they heard that there would be food. They've been eating, they've been eating bird food. They've been eating animal fodder. They're, they, they're desperate for food. So they show up, and he says... We've been eating animal feed for two months, so you can imagine how hungry they are. He said Israeli troops opened fire on the crowd as people pulled boxes of flour and canned goods off the trucks, causing them to scatter, with some hiding under cars. After the shooting stopped, people went back to the trucks, and the soldiers opened fire again. He was shot in the leg and fell over, and then a truck ran over his leg as it sped off, he said. Ala Abu Daye, a witness uh, of that violence, said that Israeli troops opened fire and also that a tank fired a shell. Those attempting to deliver humanitarian aid tried to get away from the shooting and uh, the danger that was being caused as a result of the IDF firing at them. And as a result, they unfortunately did end up running some people over. But do not make the mistake of buying into the lies and propaganda by the Israeli government. That is not the main reason why people were killed. In fact, uh, Jeremy Diamond at CNN, who's done some excellent reporting on the ground, uh, has a report that I want to share with you all in regard to this episode. Let's watch. Our eyewitnesses on the ground indicate that it was the Israeli gunfire that prompted uh, some of those trucks to flee the scene and in the process uh, run over uh, some of these individuals. But we are still working to gather additional details. The Israeli military says for its part that the incident is under review. And they are also saying in a statement that Gazan residents surrounded the trucks, looted the supplies being delivered, and that during the incident, dozens of Gazans, they say, were injured as a result of pushing and trampling. This was clearly more more than just pushing and trampling, and we have eyewitnesses making very clear that the Israeli military did indeed open fire on these individuals. So desperate people seeking flour, anything, any sustenance, considering the fact that they've been left to starve to death, and uh, as they're, you know, swarming the humanitarian aid convo convoy, the trucks, uh, they get fired at by the IDF. So... Who are the animals? Yeah. Who are the animals, Jake? Who are the animals? Because yeah. I'm getting real sick of people on social media referring to Palestinian civilians as animals. Because every story that we've covered, everything that we've investigated and looked into, does not really show Palestinians behaving as animals. It shows the IDF behaving as animals. People who feel real good about themselves shooting their weapons at desperate people as they swarm a humanitarian aid truck. I just... Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So, uh, latest numbers are 112 dead, 760 injured. Um, 576,000 Palestinians are now starving. And this is what starving looks like. Now, the Israelis say, or it's confirmed uh, by international news outlets like CNN, that the Israelis fired from the tanks and from drones. And they said they were worried about their troops. Where? Where were the troops? Inside the tanks? They weren't in the drones. So the guys that were inside tanks were slightly, slightly, slightly concerned, I guess, about their... This is the best case scenario for Israel that I'm laying out. About their safety within the tank, so they murdered 112 people at least, 
And when you started firing into the crowd, what did you think was going to happen? Other than the slaughter from your bullets, that hungry, desperate crowd, of course, was going to panic when you started spraying the place with bullets and the trucks were going to panic. And you knew that that would also create a stampede. And the drones, how about the drones? Were the drones afraid that they were going to, that their hardware or plastic was going to get attacked? So somehow they were going to jump up and grab a drone with no one inside of it? And why would that be a concern? Why are you murdering people with drones when you actually see them and you see that they are not at all fighters and they are people desperate for food and Israel murders them? So if that breaks your heart, good. You finally, you still have one. You still have one, good. If you say it breaks your heart to hear me say it, as opposed to the fact that Israel is actually doing it and actually murdering those people, then there's something wrong with you. You think, I don't care about those people. I don't view Palestine. You have to admit it. If you don't think that it's that big a deal and that Israel is right, especially in this instance, if you think Israel's right and you trust your beloved terrorist IDF, and you look at them murdering those people in cold blood as they're starving them, as they're keeping them in a ghetto, in a camp. And you look at that and go, no, the problem is people reporting that fact. It's not the fact that the problem is not us doing it. Our beloved, beloved democracy ally Israel. Is this what a democracy looks like? Is this what an ally looks like? Is this what decency or morality looks like? This is now one of the sickest governments in the whole world. In my whole lifetime, I've never seen slaughter like this on live television. Yeah, I know this Bashar al-Assad, Kim Jong-un, uh, Saddam Hussein, etc. have done terrible things, terrible things. But these are being televised, brothers and sisters. So you can say, hey, well, and that defended, doesn't... And defended, and, and, and defended oh, by our government. That's okay. the important thing to remember. Okay, because okay. I don't remember the U.S. government defending the chemical weapons attacks that Bashar al-Assad was doing. In fact, we bombed Bashar al-Assad. We bombed Saddam Hussein. We threatened to bomb uh, Kim Jong-un. We applaud Israel and give them money. And weapons. Right now, the Senate already passed a bill to send $14 billion for more slaughter. It's a slaughterhouse in Gaza. Every day that we delay, the IDF murders, murders more Palestinians. It, uh, today, Lloyd Austin, our Secretary of Defense, admitted in, uh, in testimony in Congress, Israel has murdered more than 25,000 women and children. Women and children. Remember that our hearts broke and we said it on this show for 36 babies that were killed in Israel. 36 children. And that should break your heart. You've got 25,000 dead babies, children, women stacked on top of one another. And now 576,000 people murdered, that are starving and desperate and eating animal fodder. What kind of sick maniacs do this? Terrorists do this. Benjamin Netanyahu is 100% a terrorist and one of the worst terrorists of my lifetime. 25 times the terrorist that Hamas is. Definitely a terrorist. And don't give me this nonsense that, oh, when Arabs do it or when Muslims do it and when the powerless do it, they're no good scumbag terrorists. But when a state does it, a so-called ally does it, and they do it a th 25, 30 times worse. No, no, angels. They had to do it. No, you, you cannot be in favor of this. 
If you're in favor of this, you have lost your soul. You have lost your morality. You have lost decency. The IDF now is the largest terrorist organization in the world. If you say, oh, no, that's not fair, that's not fair, we were just murdering 30,000 of them and starving them and humiliating them and shooting them with drones and treating them like animals. But you don't get to call us names. You don't get to call us names. No, I do get to call you names. Israel's one of the worst governments on earth right now. And if you care about Israel, and I, don't, I think you know, people are so blinded, blinded by their bias. But if you say, the Palestinians, who gives a goddamn about them? Murder, murder, murder them! Who cares about the Palestinians? We have a right to defend ourselves. Get the hell out of here. That defense ended months and months and months ago. This is just brutality and savagery. So if you, if it breaks your heart to hear the truth, good, good, do something about it. And so if you only, if you, you, if you don't mind murdering Palestinians and treating them like animals, how about Israel? Listen, you fools, you utter, utter fools. The right-wing government of Israel are stupid monsters in our Congress. Do you not understand we are all seeing this. Your lies about how Israel has to do it, doesn't, no one believes it. No one other than the propaganda-filled, bias-filled heads in Washington. The rest of us look at it, and what do you think's happening? What do you think the world thinks about Israel now? Do you not get it, you schmucks? You unbelievable idiots! If Turkey was doing this, when Turkey did what, 1% of this? I was furious because it's going to make people hate me. Do you not get it? Are you so thick-headed you can't get it? The world now despises Israel because of this. No, it's because they're, we're the victims. Is this, is this what it, who, who looks at that tape and says the Palestinians are not the victims? The Israelis murdering them are the victims? You would have to be a lunatic to believe that. So the people in power in our government, that's the people we can affect. Those politicians, they're the worst people on earth. They approve that $14 billion to murder more of these poor innocent people. They are the most immoral people I have ever seen in my lifetime. They don't speak for me. I'm not for the monsters in Washington. I'm 100% against those monsters. Yes, including that despicable awful human being, Joe Biden. Joe Biden looks at that and goes, send them more money, send them more bombs, kill them, kill them, kill them. That's what Joe Biden says. Same goddamn thing Donald Trump says. Our leaders are monsters. And you think, you idiots, you think you're helping Israel? You're getting the whole world to despise Israel. You morons. You've done so much damage to Palestinians and to Israelis. But keep murdering and see if you can murder your way out of this. Outrageous. If your heart doesn't break, you don't have one. Put it out there. He really delivered that. And I had to let y'all hear that. There's people out here that are hurting. Everybody doesn't just care about themselves. There's people actually out here that care about people. People are human and we can see what they're doing over there is overkill and it's just like what he said if that doesn't break your heart newsflash you don't have 
a heart. Okay, all you have is something that pumps blood, but you do not have a heart. Now, I want to go over some more clips. So now this next clip I'm going to go over is going to be um, the Palestinians attacked because Israel is lying, saying they didn't do it. So let's go to the actual coverage. today that was from the 29th they brought food out there when the people start going out for food they started shooting when they hid to take cover and came back to get some more food they shot again over a hundred people killed and over 500 injured so now we're going to go to Israel's lives Lieutenant Colonel, eyewitnesses say that more than 100 Palestinians died when Israeli soldiers fired on numerous occasions into a crowd. Do you take responsibility for those deaths? No, of course not, because those claims are blatantly lies. Um, the IDF conducted a humanitarian operation this morning in order to assist and facilitate the movement of food supplies, as we have been doing over the last four days, in, similar, in a similar manner. Um, the supplies went in, passed through our, our positions, and then continued to move forward, where a mob stormed the, the, um, the convoy, bringing it to, at some state to a halt. But in the state of chaos on the site, people were being pushed, uh, trampled, and in some cases run over. When you say uh, a mob, do you mean starving people who have been deprived of food because you haven't let the aid in? The UN officials told us that no aid has been allowed into northern Gaza for more than a month. The UN obviously aren't up to date on their information. The last four days, uh, convoys like we conducted this morning, uh, this morning was 38 truckloads, uh, passed into northern Gaza to distribute food supplies which are international donations um, but on private vehicles that were conducting the convoy into northern Gaza. 
Well, so there are multiple entities say some aid is going in, but not nearly enough. And you spoke of a mob. I want to put to you what Save the Children said. They said, while children die from lack of food, their parents are killed trying to get it for them. That's the reality, isn't it? These are starving people, desperate for anything they can get their hands on. Cathy, the incident at the, on the convoy this morning uh, was nothing to do with Israel. The IDF secured the convoy, it went through, and it got it out of hand on the ground as people were looting the trucks. Yeah, but your troops fired, your troops fired shots. No, there were warning shots fired, and then when it got out of hand, the forces retreated back into the formation along the, um, the Gazawadi area. It was, that was not true. That is just a blatant lie. That is absolutely inaccurate. Lieutenant Colonel. All right, so now they lying. We just seen the actual coverage, okay? There's bodies riddled with bullets, but they're like, no, we ain't do that. We ain't do that. That's what we call pissing in your face and calling it rain. They're lying. So now I want to show you what this little girl had to say to an Israeli soldier. So that's what a little girl had to say. She said, get on somewhere. And I truly believe God Almighty is behind this whole thing. Now I'm going to read a scripture. This is going to be in Exodus chapter 1, verse 6. And it reads, and Joseph died. And all his brethren and all that generation and the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceeding mighty and the land was filled with them. Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. Now, this is metaphorically. Speaking of the nation of Ishmael and how there arose up a king who did not have Jesus as their Messiah, and that is the Israelis. Verse 9, and he said unto his people, behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on. Let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply. And it came to pass that when there followed out any war, they joined also unto our enemies. 
and fight against us and so get them up out of the land. Therefore, they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Python and Ramesses. But the more they afflicted them, key point, the more they multiplied and grew. The more you attack the Palestinians, the more they're growing and their religion is spreading. Okay? Now, you're going to understand as I go on in verse 13. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel, the real Israel, to serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in the brick. And right now, to this day, that's what they're doing. They are in the brick. They are in the mortar. They are in the rubble. They are pulling their loved ones from underneath rocks. It's like we're watching the beginning of Israel all over. Right here in the book of Exodus. We had a king rise up who did not have Jesus as his Messiah. And we see that nation is the new Israel of today. Headed by Netanyahu. Okay. And now we see that just like the children of Israel in the Bible were being oppressed, made to serve with rigor, with the mortar and the brick, we see that the Palestinians are. And I'm 41 years old, and I've never in my life seen the whole world come together for one nation of people. truth right before your eyes and you can't ignore it now I have some more clips oh yes I do America is the devil's advocate now we want to go to how Allah is helping the people of Palestine let's get this clip I just wanted to give everybody a kind of update on the situation here. So I'm in Jordan, so we have kind of quicker and more accurate news coverage and some news coverage which you guys don't get in America. Before, he said we have news coverage that y'all don't get in America. Because be honest, y'all, America, we have a lot of fake news. Our news is manipulated because it's from the same people who are killing the Palestinians today? Uh, a couple of days. We don't know exactly when. Uh, but 
some of the Yehudi soldiers, they tried to enter Gaza, an underground incursion, and when they were on the border of uh, Gaza, all of a sudden, like half of the soldiers that were trying to enter, their feet just stopped working, their, their feet got deformed, and they were laying on the ground just screaming out of fear, and the remaining soldiers were trying to help them. Another thing, this is now news from yesterday night, not that long before they cut off the lights, electricity, everything, the Marines, American Marines, tried to enter the Mujahideen at them and in battle, and they won, they uh, pushed them back and captured some of uh, their soldiers. At night, after they cut off internet and everything else, the ground incursions that the Israeli army and American army tried, tried entering Gaza, the Mujahideen again were successful in winning against all the skirmishes against them, and they destroyed 30 or more of their tanks and armored vehicles. And one thing that uh, a spokes, spokesperson of the Israeli army, he said that we are fighting ghosts. SubhanAllah, Allahu A'lam, what exactly, which soldiers of Allah that Allah is using to fight against them, that they are feeling like they are fighting ghosts. And uh, just another thing, um, something that I heard also within the last four or five days is that, uh, you know, from the Israeli army, there's some soldiers saying that as the Mujahideen were approaching them and coming closer to them, and uh, they, they were about to engage in uh, fighting, they, they felt like a great presence, like a great fear that something great was about to come, like a big number or a very strong force was about to come and fight them. And it turned out, it just appeared that there was only one Mujahid who came and fought them and overwhelmed them. So there's many things that have been happening that, uh, you know, inshallah, shows that the Nasr, the Nasr of Allah is with us. And the Saudi soldiers and the Yehud are really scared. So alhamdulillah, as far as the fighting front goes, uh, inshallah, we are we have the upper hand. But of course, they are continuing to bomb nonstop the civilians of Gaza. May Allah make things easy. Bring us brings all bring all the Muslim success. I mean. All right. So he was talking about some supernatural things taking place, and that's amazing because. A lot of people is wondering, like, wow, is 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 he going to help us? Is God going to help us? And they are witnessing some supernatural things that is not on the news. Now I want to go to how the whole world is responding right now. We have a lot of protests going on and we have a lot of disruptions now we got Miss Hillary Clinton. Let's see what happened to her. Thank you very much. That's my name. That's right. The people of Libya, the people of Iraq, the people of Syria, the people of Yemen. Hold on. Did y'all see her jump? Did y'all see her jump? I'm gonna bring her back. Look how she jumped. All he doing is talking. Thank you very much. That's my name. That's right. The people of Libya, the people of Iraq, the people of 
I want to give you the condition of our president, okay? Let's look at this guy. He doesn't want to step down. He doesn't want to step down. Well, Joe Biden has arrived at the border for his little event, and the first thing we notice is fresh off of his physical yesterday, he's got a cough going, and of course coughs right in his hand, and I wonder how many people's hands he shook today after doing that. There he goes, coughing again. Then he reaches into his coat pocket with a tissue or a handkerchief that he's probably already coughed into and wiped his nose with a few times and starts wiping his eyes. This guy is not healthy. I'm sorry. And now look at this. We get a rare glimpse of the giant teleprompter that Joe uses. And whoever's filming this is like, whoop, not supposed to show that. Let's get back over to the front of the room. All right, he has a teleprompter when he speaks because he doesn't remember they have to have a teleprompter telling him what he has to say. And they just showed it. Did y'all see it? I'm going to go back just a little bit. Look to the right. He's probably already coughed into and wiped his nose with a few times and starts wiping his eyes. This guy is not healthy. I'm sorry. And now look at this. We get a rare glimpse of the giant teleprompter that Joe uses. And whoever's filming this is like, whoop, not supposed to show that. Let's get back over to the front. <laughs> then Joe asks, where am I supposed to stand right here? Because, you know, this guy can't do anything that isn't completely controlled. And in another sign of Joe's struggles, here he is with his note cards because, you know, he can't really carry a conversation without having these cards. to. So he has to have cards on him for him to remember what he has to say. Do y'all see that America, they just want that white old man image. That's all they want. They'll do all the work for him. But they want that white old man image. They want that George Washington look on America. So now this man has cards. Now pay attention. Dick too, with his lack of being able to keep his train of thought. And you can tell he's totally checked out on what this guy is saying. And as soon as the guy's talking, he just starts asking something not even related. The man, the public at large. Peter, what, what's the better way to take on these cartels? Well, sir, uh, Katrina Berger, uh, I'm the EAD for HSI, Homeland Security Investigations. I knew that. I'm sorry. But Peter, I'm glad you said I should have said you. I'm glad you said I should have said you. And things just keep getting worse. Here he is completely losing his train of thought. Who are these, these uh, big uh, things we're we talking about? Big uh, things we're we talking about? The non-intrusive inspection technology. What the hell is he talking about? He's literally just off. He just he just starts gibbering. Everybody's looking at him like, damn. Let's get back. Under the legislation, I we would get more than four hundred million dollars to implement more than one hundred of those machines. <laughs> Responsibility for Lincoln Lankton. Her name is Lincoln Riley. Okay, she was murdered, and 
he hasn't been on border patrol far as uh, immigration, so they're picking with them. And as you can see, he he like, I got to get up out of here. There's so many uh, news headlines that is saying that it's Joe Biden's fault that this little girl was killed. Joe Biden has a whole lot of blood on his hands, y'all. Y'all got to understand, he's been helping um, Ukraine's war. Now he's helping the Israeli war. We have American soldiers right now fighting against Palestine when this was Israel's war. Everybody has withdrawn practically from Israel, and all Israel has is they Grandpa Biden. I'm going to keep going. So then they turned the music up to drown out the reporter that was asking him about that little girl that was just murdered. And Joe Biden, he is one president that doesn't speak often. Out of all the presidents, he don't speak often because he loses his train of thought. So let's keep going. And one last opportunity for Joe to look totally lost, confused, and not sure what to do next before he wraps up his trip. Everybody has to tell him what to do. He was just stuck there like, and he's always, and if you pay attention, he's always have to ask, am I supposed to stand here? Is it time for me to go? He has his cards in his pocket. <laughs> he has his Rolodex, and he has a TV in front of him. Okay? This is the shape of our president. See, the problem with people is, you don't know how to step down. Now, we just had Mitch McConnell. He just stepped down. He was like, hey, I'm stepping down. When you get to a point where you're too old to function, you need to just sit down somewhere. Kick it with your wife. Just say, you know what? Hey, I'm stepping down. Hey, somebody else step up. I'm just about to kick it with my wife. But that's what happens when you just full of pride. So we're about to be wrapping it up. We practically looked at everything that was on my list. Yeah, we did. All right, so with that being said, um, I encourage you all to look in the mirror because this is the nation you have. Your nation is the devil's advocate. All right? It's time for us to do what we do. Is that, is that ready? Is that ready to give me scripts?